0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. World Central Kitchen is serving thousands of fresh meals to Ukrainian families fleeing home, as well as people remaining in the country. This week on Let's Talk About Food, host Louisa Kasdan spoke with Henry Patterson about his upcoming relief trip. So you're going to Poland, and I think you told me you're going to be there for at least two weeks. I'm going to Poland to help feed Ukrainian refugees. With Jose Andreas's World Central Kitchen, I decided that's what I wanted to do for my 70th birthday. I leave in just a few days. We all see that what the Russians are doing is contemptible. As a food person, we all love to help. It's in our DNA. And here are people who really need our help. So, if you want to help the Ukrainian refugees, either with money or even your hands and heart, find hashtag chefs for Ukraine and World Central Kitchen. We have to do something. We can help. Remember, hashtag Chefs for Ukraine.
1: Welcome to HRN on Tour at South by Southwest 2022. I'm Christine Sykes Lowe, and today I am joined by Jorge Garcia. He is the founder of Curris Grow, world famous for their avocado margaritas, which I can attest to personally are out of this world. He's also the creator of Carbonero Tequila. Hello, Jorge. You're also my friend. Thank you. You're also Welcome, my friend. And so Welcome
2: back. It's been a long time.
1: Yes, it's, it's so great to see you again. Um, so you have been up to a lot since I've last seen you. It's, um, it's been probably close to 10 years since, since I've been back in Austin and I'm so happy that we got to reconnect. Tell me your journey um, of Carbonero.
2: Well, I'm gonna probably say that it's been eight years because the last two years I don't count. Uh, I don't, I don't do COVID years. <laughs>
1: I, I think that's a good rule of thumb for most people, yes.
2: Well, the journey has been uh, you know, a long and prosperous one. It's been fun doing a lot of these activities. Uh, I, uh, I stepped out of the restaurant business to create my own tequila. Uh, as you know and as you mentioned, I am the founder with my family, my brother Marco, my sister Julieta, my mother, my father. We created a dream come true known as Curras Grill, a small family restaurant that became world-known for my mother's cuisine and also a lot of the uh, integrity from our food and our drinks and and obviously the avocado margarita that has been published all over the world.
1: Now, the listeners are going to say, okay, wait a minute, an avocado margarita. I mean, if you had somebody who was going to taste an avocado margarita for the first time, what we, how would you explain it to them?
2: It's a smoothie, a very creamy margarita full of vitamins that gives you a buzz. It makes you happy, and it leaves you with a smile and wanting more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, really, it really does, and um, it, it's very earthy. It's like, you know, it's an avocado. It doesn't have a lot of... Overly sweet qualities to it, so I highly recommend it to anybody who can uh, try one out.
2: Yes, uh, it's been uh, top ten in the nation by the Food Network. Uh, Australia Food Network has come in and uh, uh, record here. Uh, Australia, England, it's been in sabor and it's been in a lot of different magazines, and you know,
1: fantastic. It's, it's, it's had a perfect. long run.
2: A long run. A long run.
1: Uh, uh, long yes. famous run. So uh, back to. Um, Carbonero, I would love to hear the origin story and what got you started in this direction.
2: Well, Carbonero came about from uh, the passion for tequila, the passion for the spirit. Growing up in Mexico, growing up, seeing my grandfather, how he enjoyed his tequila before lunch, before dinner. You know, it was an aperitif, a digestive, a happy drink and everything. The creator of uh, what is now a very famous agua de rancho, ranch water, you know, tequila, a little bit of lime and topo chico. So
1: that's become a favorite uh, become drink a- uh, since I've been here. I just got <laughs> I just got introduced to that. No, truly, it was so simple just tequila, lime juice, and the and, and topo it is the, it, And it is
2: the and it is the lowest calories drink you can have because tequila has 66 calories. Right. And uh, Topo Chico has nothing, lime juice has nothing, so...
1: And, and, and tequila, what I love also, I'm a huge tequila fan, um, and uh, partly for that reason is the agave, the process with the agave, um, the low glycemic index, it's not you know heavy in sugars... Um, it's also, am I correct, a natural probiotic?
2: Yes, indeed. Okay. So it, agave nectar is it's been used for centuries. You know, even we can go back to the Aztecs when they uh, they discovered the agaves and they used uh, agaves for many reasons, for, for many ways, and many things, cooking, uh, using the extracting the, uh, the the honey, the agave nectar, and using them for many many things. Uh, and then it became, uh, well, a distilled product, and now very well-known world, worldwide known as tequila. We, uh, we have a very pure tequila. The Carbonero is a very pure tequila. It has no artificial flavors, has no artificial colors. It's a small batch tequila. We only make 5,000 liters at a time. So it's kind of like a very spoil only baby that you just put a lot of time into it, and you put a lot of love into it. We only distill the hearts, and we re-distill the hearts twice, and that's what we do. I'm
1: sorry, explain that to me.
2: Well, in in the uh, distillation process, when when you're distilling, you know, you're gonna have high octane, high alcohol, so you remove what is called heads and tails, and you keep the heart, and then we re-distill so you can distill twice, but only the heart, and we remove heads and tails again, and we keep heart only. So you are only keeping the most pure drink out of this, uh, out of the uh, octane, out of the alcohol that you just steel. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people read the steel. They don't cut corners. They don't. They, they cut corners. They don't. They want to save money. Uh, they want to get the most for their for their buck. So if you ever drink a tequila that burns your throat is are be careful. That's <laughs> you it. may go blind.
0: <laughs>
1: that's, a, that's a good indicator that maybe uh, not just the hearts, in other words, right? <laughs> exactly.
2: Most of, your, most of your good alcohols are going to be only uh, pure hearts.
1: Okay. I, lo- I love that term, by the way. It's such an endearing thing to say. Um, so, Carbonero, I'm looking at the bottle right now. Um, it has a, a, an illustration, a beautiful illustration of a Hispanic man um, with a, a miner's hat on. Tell me that about that.
2: Well, uh, my family and I grew up in a uh, small coal mining town in uh, Mexico, North Mexico. This town was founded by an American company called Azarco, American Refinery Smelting Company. My grandfather was one of the uh, founders and one of the uh, uh, first employees of this company. He was uh, a coal miner and uh, he also was in charge of the electric plant that produced the electricity for the whole mining and the whole town. He worked for this company 50 years. So this tequila is a tribute to him. That is a resemblance of him as a strong man, uh, like most of the coal miners are because they work under extreme heat. Uh, And then it's also a tribute to uh, a lot of my friends losing their fathers uh, in coal mining explosions, coal mining accidents, you know, gas explosions, etc. So this is uh, indeed a tribute, in not only my hometown, there is many, many accidents all over the world when it comes to coal mining.
1: Yes, there are too many. Um...
2: And, you know, it's, it's sad to say that uh, a lot of times they don't get recognized. So, it's, you it's know, we, very, we, we yes. take for granted exactly where electricity comes from. It's but a needed
1: it resource, but has its, um, you know, dangers, obviously. It is, yes. Yes. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful illustration. Who's the artist that created that?
2: This is uh, one of my neighbors, a great friend who died during COVID season, during COVID time. And uh, he was a great artist uh, who became an artist uh, literally at the age of 12, 14. He was already doing great art. And uh, him and I just got together one Sunday, and he was smoking pot, and I was drinking whiskey. And uh, we came up with an idea of what uh, a Carbonero label should look like, and he was excellent. Where the best
1: ideas are born, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) great great artist uh, he needed to be inspired so I said like do whatever you want but we got to get this label done <laughs>
1: <laughs> we need to get on this and yeah launch it out so I have uh, a lovely uh, taste here of carbonero and um, are we gonna do it together so we can you can talk me through oh, it
2: well I mean
1: I'm also I also have uh, with me uh, a dear friend of mine Susan Simon um, she's also a huge tequila fan she's also, a media technologist, and she's helping out on this podcast. Susan, hi, welcome. Hello, and thank you very much. And
0: I'm really looking forward to the shot of tequila. Let me just say,
2: you're yes. very welcome.
0: So
1: we're gonna uh, try this out, and
2: so no. yes, let's explain. So what, what oh, you, you want, what you have here in front of you is a uh, a small plate of how we serve the tequila. So you have a, a shot of tequila with a green apple and then uh, black lava salt. So one of the things that I grew up uh, seeing my grandfather do, eating, drinking his tequilas with peaches, with uh, plums, figs, natural things that he, uh, he had in his backyard. Apples, uh, small Chinese green apples, we used to call them. And uh, these natural nectars, uh complement the tequila. You never want to do lime with a good tequila because lime is going to numb your taste buds and you know, cheap tequilas created that that lime shot because they wanted to hide the uh, the horrible tequila taste <laughs> by numbing your taste buds with lime. And the black lava salt is a, is no sodium; it's minerals. Same thing. It will not coat your taste buds. It will not coat your tongue. So you're actually going to be able to absorb the flavors. I always recommend that you do the tequila first. Remember, your tongue is a sponge; it will absorb all the good natural flavors, all the good natural uh, minerals that you're going to taste in the tequila, and then you do the second step will be tequila and apple, and then the third step will be tequila, apple, and a little bit of black or salt, so you'll be able to recognize all the layers and everything that is in, in this wonderful tequila. Remember, this is a small batch tequila. It's very, very boutique style, so you're going to taste a lot of layers, so go ahead and enjoy Cheers. So this tequila, the distillery has a 750-acre, uh, very smooth, 750-acre 700 ranch where the agave gets rotated until it matures uh, every year, every 100 acres, it's a one-year rotation until it reaches the seven-year maturity, and then this one is harvest. We do a bake oven instead of a steam oven. We bake for 30 hours, and then we let the agave pineapples rest for 24 hours, allowing for the highest uh, concentration of sugars uh, in, the agave, uh, in the agave pineapple. Then we actually extract the nectar, and then uh, the rest of the agave pineapple is turned into compost. We only, we only keep the most pure agave nectar and that's what we uh, process
1: that was phenomenal I mean i I sample quite a bit of tequila, and you're absolutely right. this is a sipper
2: This it's is a, a sipper and it yes. makes great margaritas the uh, this tequila won gold medal in 2020 by the USA's uh, spirits rating so I'm not the only one bragging about my tequila. Uh, there is a lot of uh, a panel of judges that actually did give it a gold medal because how pure it is, how intensive on the flavors. And it's all techniques. You know, it's just how to distill a good product.
1: So um, I could describe it. I mean, everybody has their own um, taste profile when they, when they experience something. What has been the predominant uh, flavor profile that people have been giving
2: this? Well, this uh, particular distillery, all the agave production is natural, uh, sustainable. They don't certify it organically because it's very hard to certify something organically right now because you can have runs off of minerals or fertilizers from another farm, but they are very sustainable. They actually have bat uh, nests all over the distillery, all around the 750 acres. And the bats can travel up to 300 kilometers a night, bringing nectars from limes, from uh, oranges, and from other avocados that are near. This tequila comes from Altos Jalisco, which is in the north part of the state of Jalisco. It's known as the napa or the agave. Very, very uh, hot at night and very cool during the, the, uh, hot during the day and then very cool uh, at night. So it allows uh, a lot of the sugars uh, to release during the day. And they stay, the agave stays very healthy and very nice, very beautiful. And we always harvest at seven years. A lot of tequila companies are harvesting at five years. And that's what I call killing babies. Because it's, it's like grabbing a green peach out of the tree. The agave has enriched its maturity, the agave doesn't taste as good, it's not naturally sweet, and it will not release the same sugars as it would as as how it will when it matures at seven years or eight years of age.
1: So what's coming up for the brand? Is it, uh, I know, I think you have a launch coming up soon.
2: Well, right now we are in Texas. Uh, We have over 50 locations, uh, stores uh, with several uh, really big uh, box stores like Specs, And then we have several other small uh, independent stores. We're working in uh, Utah. We're working on Colorado. And uh, actually, we already filed the paperwork for North Carolina. Yay. I love North Carolina, and I think we should be in North Carolina here by the beginning of the summer.
1: Oh, that would be fabulous.
2: I love North Carolina in the summer. Texas is too hot.
1: Well, you need to come visit us in Asheville. <laughs>
2: yes, I love Asheville. I remember my brother having a, a restaurant there, and I love going to Asheville every, at least every four or five, mo- uh, five times a year just to see the seasons. Because Asheville actually has seasons. Austin has no seasons. It's at the hot of cold. <laughs>
1: Well, it's still a fun time when you're here, that's for sure. Yes. I, I love visiting Austin, and i loved catching up with you, my dear friend. Mm-hmm. And um, we will, I don't know, we're going to have some food here and just hang out. So um, thanks for listening to HRN's coverage of South by Southwest 2022. You can listen to all of our coverage on our podcast, HRN on Tour. Find it on heritageradionetwork.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you again, Jorge. Hi, I'm Katie Mosman-Wadler, Executive Director of HRN. HRN is dedicated to amplifying small businesses that keep our communities vibrant. Today, I'm asking business owners to take part in our business membership drive by supporting HRN's mission with a $500 membership. HRN will shine a light on your work, and you'll help sustain our mission to expand the way eaters think about food. As a thank you for this tax-deductible donation, your business will receive on-air mentions, social media posts, listings on our website, and more. You'll also play an essential role in keeping Nonprofit Food Radio on the air. Go to heritageradionetwork.org/biz to become a business member today. That's heritageradionetwork.org/biz. Thank you for your support.